0: The lightning round. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Dave Kirshner, Lightning Round Podcast is episode 83. Uh, It is uh, summer hiatus terminus. I'm back in the swing of things. I'm uh, I'm recording this show from my hotel room in uh, Daytona, Florida. I have just dropped off my youngest daughter uh, to begin flight training. Uh, the wife has flown home. She came down to help move her in and uh, get uh, you know, go shopping because it's a it's a long way. it's it's over it's about fourteen, fifteen hours from our home to uh, to this school on the coast of uh, Florida. Uh, the free state of Florida, I might add, uh, as opposed to say, California stand or uh uh the Fallujah of America, aka Chicago. Uh so what I thought I'd do, uh, and I actually I packed all of my gear. I packed my tripod, I packed my uh my laptop, my microphone, I went and got a new um uh, webcam. And so I'm I'm doing the recordings a little bit differently. Um for this for this season so i guess i i, I guess i've done one and a half seasons because um, i started in ooh, what was it february 2021 yeah february 2021 um and then i did that up until the summer obviously i have my my summer break and then i started up again in about this time last year, August of 2021. And that went through um, mid to late May of 2022. And then I started my summer break because kids come home, wife comes home. Um, so now my my summer hiatus has come to a conclusion. And I, I thought it would be fun to, to record the show from... Um, from a different location so i packed up all of my stuff uh i drove down with my daughter um we stopped just south of savannah in a little hotel there and uh, then we came in uh, the next day the wife flew in that same day Uh, the wife flew out this morning um my daughter is making new friends and uh so she's she's gallivanting Um, And uh, I I, I gave her the itinerary. I said, tomorrow we've got this, 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 and this for, like, um, parent-student, like, orientation and welcome programs and all these things. And I said, you know, I got to go do this, that, and the other, and, you know, the car will be ready about this time. And um, so, I don't know. I just, we'll see how it goes. Um, But I fly out tomorrow afternoon, but I thought I'd record a show because I thought it would be fun. So here I am, (laughs) but I took notes and I have multiple pages of notes. So this show is titled Hiatus Terminus. What I miss? (laughs) I didn't really miss anything. I was paying attention the whole time Uh, and it was very difficult. To uh, not fire up all of this gear and <laughs> and record a show out of just sheer uh, anger uh, it is just beyond the pale. <laughs> so obviously, uh, this show is more aligned to um, um, the the weekend show, the Jackassery show. <laughs> So, um, I just thought it would be interesting to see, you know, what all did I miss? Um, kind of review uh, all these different things. I've got, um, and what I'm doing right now is I'm, as I'm navigating on my laptop. That's why I'm not looking up at the camera uh, for those of you that are watching the video feed. But I collected a lot of very interesting, very useful information Um, when it came to the midweek preparedness show. Uh, so we've got plenty of, of, um, topics to, to discuss, uh, for some time. So, um, yeah, there's no shortage of topics there. Uh, we've got my garden to discuss. Um, I, I community, I've been reaching out to other, uh, podcasters, uh, offering, um, you know, interview exchanges uh, because a lot of them are in the know, and and it would be helpful to have a different uh, viewpoint or vantage point um, or knowledge base or experience level. Um, so I've been trying to line up interviews. Um, I reached out to a friend of mine, James Burnett, at uh, Survival Punk, and there was a snafu. We tried because well, there's so many new programs out, right? So you've got uh, the old standby, you've got um, uh, Skype. And for some reason, when we tried Skype and, and he could see my mouth moving, he could not hear me. Uh, I think I've solved that problem, but I need to run one more test. Uh, but because of COVID, because they shut down an entire planet to get rid of one guy, and we all know who that one guy is. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, There are a lot of new apps out, new programs, new software. So you've got Microsoft Teams, you've got Zoom, you've got um, uh, Skype, you've got Google Meet. Um, So the plan was for James Burnett and I to get together uh, with a dedicated timeline, uh, like four to five, and we would work our way through these different apps and see which one worked better, um, which one, like there are certain like caveats. Like if you're using Microsoft Teams, you, can, you can't you can just randomly call somebody and record. You have to have a dedicated meeting invite and you both have to access the call from that invite and that will enable the record feature. So uh, it's, it's little things like that that we were trying to work through. So... Um, still got a little, a few snafus to walk through, uh, to try and work them out. But um, so I got plenty of topics for the midweek preparedness show. Um, that you know, like my focus always when it comes to preparedness is is mostly uh, survival, and, and, and in terms of being able and. and, and I think the best way to to describe it is self-sufficiency. So that means being able to grow your own food, be able to forage for your own food, um, be able to offer up some semblance of uh, protection, uh, whether that's for your your group as a whole or um, something below that, I guess I should say. So, um, you know, I've, I've never been one of the paramilitary guys. It's just... It's just not my thing. Partly because I never served in the military. I had a knee injury. Um, they told me to stay home for a year, let the knee heal. And by the time the year was up, I was making good money. I was building houses. Um, and as as my dad said, um, the feeling just went away. Uh, the irony was that um, when my dad was in hospice for pancreatic cancer in uh, 2005 he said to me you know it's funny um you were the only one of the four sons that i actually expected to join the military and yet you were the only one who didn't <laughs> i said well you know it wasn't for a lack of trying and then i told him the story about um you know an ex-girlfriend and beach week and graduation and and the knee injury and all that so um you know I, I got to tell some good stories with my dad before he passed and and um, you know so those those are the things I hold on to for the people that have already left us but um, long story short I got plenty of information plenty of thing topics to talk about uh, during the midweek preparedness show uh, I've got interviews that are in flight um, that I'm trying to nail down with with several people uh, one is a is a current police officer. Uh, one is um, basically a consultant for uh, preparedness and self-sufficiency. His wife is um, uh, doing holistic medicine. Um, so the, that should be a fun conversation. Then I have uh, some other things lined up with other podcasters. Uh, people that have different experience levels, uh, different focuses. Um, and things of that nature. Also, during the summer, guess what? The narrator finished part five of my book series, the foreign and domestic series. Um, So that is now available on Audible. So when I get to an official uh, episode, um, you know, I'll give out the details, but uh, the part five of the series, A Time for Reckoning, is now available on audio. So you can get the whole book series on audio. I have promo codes uh, available still for all five. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at djkpublishinghouse at gmail.com. Uh, and just let me know if uh, you need one or two or all of the promo codes. These are free downloads that you can go And utilized to go get copies of the audio version of the book series. Um, The uh, Preparing to Prepare book is selling quite well. But oddly, okay, so I can see statistics. Preparing to Prepare is actually selling well. But nobody's putting in reviews. It's the weirdest thing. I got a book that sells, but nobody wants to acknowledge the fact that they bought the book. (laughs) So... do with that and the other book that's selling even better than that is the uh, home remedies poultices salves and tinctures that book is selling like hotcakes and i can see that you know it's got 32 global reviews and then you go in there and it's just people have gone in and acknowledged that they bought it um but they're not leaving feedback save a few uh maybe Five, i think and it's the weirdest thing it's selling i've sold hundreds of copies of both of this both of these books even thousands of copies and <laughs> which is great for me from a monetary standpoint and thank you very much but you know to get better sales numbers to get um moved up in the Amazon algorithms, you know, people have to lead feedback. So if you've bought any of these books, the, the any of the five-part series, the Home Remedies book, the Preparing to Prepare book, if you've bought any of these, please go out and leave some some viable feedback, a couple sentences, whatever, whether you liked it, you hated it, you thought it was eh, whatever it is, put your feedback in there. and And in theory... The algorithms will allow me to move further up the uh, the food chain. And that'll get more or better exposure for the books that I have written. So, um, I do have a list. <laughs> I have a list. Shocking. It's on a little notepad here. And it's basically... Um, a list of all the different things that occurred over the course. i got three pages of it. All the different things that either occurred, happened to me. Uh, I found it in the news. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get through it all, but uh, I was at a uh, professional Major League Soccer game uh, here in town and there was a rain delay. And I wound up talking to some guys and it was clear About a third of the way through the conversation, it was quite clear, very clear, extremely clear that these guys were active members of Antifa. And once I realized that, I started pressing them. And I, I was like, you know, they brought up the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. And I and I said. Something along the lines, because the question was posed to me, well, and I don't even know how it came up. It came up, something about uh, gun ownership and the Second Amendment and, and rights and, and things of that nature. And and these, these two guys were complete and utter strangers. And how we wound up in this conversation is a mystery to me to this day. But one of the guys said, well, how can you justify Kyle Rittenhouse's behavior?" I said, well, well, what do you mean? I said, he was acquitted in a court of law. And they said, well, you know, he should be in jail. He should be in a hole somewhere in Kenosha with a lock that never can be picked or, or opened with a key. And I was like, well, why would you say that? I said, because his life was threatened multiple times. And I went through the court case and I explained to him. I said, look, he didn't carry a gun across states lined, across state lines. He was over 18. The gun resided in his father's house in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was protecting family property from rioters and looters. They lit a dumpster on fire and pushed it toward the gas pumps. And they just, and I said, look, the FBI has video of all of it. This is not in dispute. When Kyle got there and he stopped the dumpster from igniting the pumps, he was attacked. Well, you know, hey, they had a right to pro No, they don't have a right to protest. They don't have a right to do shit. Except walk down the street with their bullhorns and their megaphones and chant their little chants and carry their little signs. I said, but the minute they pick up a rock or a brick or... Uh, a newspaper box or whatever it is, the minute they pick one up and they smash a window or a car, they're no longer peaceful protesters. These guys are now rioters and they deserve to be punished to the full extent of the law. And these guys, wow, blah, blah. And I said, Look, guys, so look, you have your opinion, I have mine. We're having a conversation here, and I think that's what's lost in the country right now, in America right now. I said, look, he stopped the dumpster from lighting these things on fire. And then he was chased. And the guy tried to take his gun, which he was legally allowed to carry. Guy tries to take his gun, the guy gets shot. It's unfortunate, but Kyle's shot was true, and the guy was dead. He said, the other guy, I said, the next guy, seeing this, chased him with a skateboard, bashed him in the back of the head with a skateboard. Now, I have seen plenty of videos where people beaten with skateboards wind up in comas for years. Brain damage, death, the whole bit. I said, he's getting beaten in the back and in the back of the head with a, with a skateboard. A deadly weapon. Just as deadly as if that person had been carrying a firearm. He's beating him with the intent to kill. He gets shot. I am not going to mourn his death. He... Earned that bullet for trying to kill another person who has every right to defend himself and his property, which is what he was doing. And these guys just, they weren't having it. I said, and the third guy, after seeing two guys get shot and killed, the third guy, who is not allowed to legally own a firearm, pulls a handgun on Kyle. And Kyle blows his bicep off. Critically wounding, but not mortally wounding, this individual. I said, given the law, Kyle was within his rights and the jury was correct to acquit him. Then we got into a whole debate on how all these riots started in the first place. And I said, look, what happened to George Floyd was tragic. It should not have happened. The training officer should have been stopped by the students. Even though there may have been repercussions for them, they should have interceded and stopped the training officer from what he was doing, from killing George Floyd. If George Floyd lives and those cops intercede and stop that officer from killing George Floyd we don't have the summer of love aka legalized rioting across the country and they looked at me and they were like wait you you're you're Republican and I'm like well more of a libertarian but yeah kinda I said look what happened to George Floyd should have never happened. But it did, and the country re- reacted badly to it. They just, they they were like, dude, you're the coolest Republican I've ever met, man. And I was like, whatever, dude. The next thing that happened, less than a week later, I met my daughter's graduation ceremony. You know, because they decided to reopen the planet after shutting it down for 2020 and 2021. My youngest daughter graduated high school in 2022. And I don't know who this little radical was who decided to give the graduation speech. But he was very careful to explain that his dad had been a a protester and a radical during the late 60s and early 70s, protesting that Vietnam War. A war, the United States should have won easily and did win on multiple occasions. But because of penny-wasted liberal politicians, it's a draw at best, a loss at worst. Anyway, don't get me started on that. I really, I really, man, I really hate Democrats. Gosh, it's it's not even Democrats, it's liberals. I, I, I can't even stand them. My next door neighbor drives me up a frickin' wall, with all of her dog whistles and her little placards and, and you. you know, I, 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 it's difficult to maintain my composure around my neighbor. Um, I, I wish I could remember what kind of what 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 the what the logo or the the text was on her most recent shirt, but I remember thinking, "Wow." I hope we don't have an apocalypse. And I'll leave it at that. But this little radical at her, at my daughter's graduation ceremony, uh, he was out there, you know, you guys need to get involved and you need to raise your voices and you need to, you need to, to," Uh, he didn't say protest per se. He just said uh, something along the lines of community activism. You need to be an activist. You need to do this, you know, and, you could see the uncomfortableness in the majority of the parents that were sitting there thinking, what the hell is this? Who is this kid? And why hasn't some administrators sitting behind him on the stage yanked him back away from the microphone by the collar of his shirt and then duct taped his mouth shut and threw him off the back of the stage? I, you could feel... I wish I was being hyperbolic at this point. But you could feel the temperature rise in that room. Because parents and grandparents were so livid at this speech. It is... I, I It is... Wow. <laughs> That's just the first two things on my list. Things that I wanted to remember that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And I haven't even gotten into... The actual things that occurred, like, oh, here's a goodie. Uh, there were additional uh, suspicious fires at food processing plants, coupled with uh, thousands of spontaneous cow deaths due to heat and humidity in the Midwest, which I find is because they had water and i don't know here's one thing i will tell you bill gates bill gates needs to be stopped he's buying up way too much farmland he's got way too much political clout he had a conversation with joe manchin and next thing you know joe manchin comes out and votes yay on this inflation reduction act that's bullshit A private citizen should not be allowed to sway somebody like that. A a senator from the state of West Virginia has no business speaking to Bill Gates. He should be speaking to his constituents in one of the poorest states in the union. He should be talking to them, not Bill fucking Gates. Bill fucking Gates is going to be one of the leaders into the ruination of this country That has already begun. The person carrying that torch is George Soros. Him and his DAs and their limp-wristed bullshit policies when it comes to criminals and holding people accountable for their actions, no-cash bails, uh, reductions in uh, crimes from from heavy, heavy felonies down to misdemeanors. My goodness, you should have seen some of the videos I saw. Unbelievable. George Soros is an enemy of the state. And that guy should be hunted down and dragged back to the United States and tried in federal court. That guy needs to spend his life in a dark cell in solitary confinement where nobody speaks to him. He's not able to speak to him. Send that motherfucker to Gitmo. He is an enemy of every single free, loving country, free state in the, in the world, on the planet. He needs to be in a dark hole somewhere, and if his sons follow in his footsteps, they need to join him in adjoining cells. That George Soros is one of the biggest reasons why we are in the predicament that we're in. The other people that are that are that are to blame for all of this. Are all of the politicians in Washington. They think they can wave a magical wand. Print more money. And, a, and inflation will, will just disappear. You want to get rid of inflation? Stop printing money. Stop it. They just have gone hog wild. Trump was just as bad. Trump spent a truckload of money. And I'm not happy about that. He spent a truckload of money. But it did Good. It did more good. It benefited the United States. Whereas, Sleepy Joe and the little hoe, they're out there spending money on pet projects for the Sierra Club, AOC, her Green New Deal, student loan debt forgiveness. You incurred that debt, not me. Why am I paying that? Does that mean if I go get a car and get a car loan, I can expect society to pay off my car loan because I'm a jackass deadbeat who doesn't want to pay his bills? No. You know what happens if you stop paying your car loan? The bank sends a tow truck and they repossess your shit. I'm on a tangent, folks. I'm on a tangent. I'm getting getting back to business. Oh, Canada decided to ban guns. Um, John Durham, I don't know what he's doing but he's he's screwing the pooch on this because um, Michael Sussman got acquitted. Um, oh, I had a power outage. Yay me. I had a power outage and I was 100% prepared. After being bent over and screwed royally on a couple previous power outages where I was missing this or I hadn't refilled that or whatever. This time, I was 100% prepared. I had fire. I had food. I had water. I had means, and several different means to cook. It was, it was beautiful. It was glorious. But it was 95 degrees. I went on to a forum, people that I trust, that people that I have associated with for many, many years, and I said, "Hey, I lost power, but I'm covered from head to toe, a to z." Boop! I finally didn't screw something up, but this heat is unbearable. What do you do? And I had one lady, Cami, uh, camouflage is her act, or is her avatar. Uh, I happen to know she's a she's a woman, um, but she said what she does is she has a battery-operated fan that um, you know rechargeable batteries. Um, she she has a styrofoam cooler, and she has a battery-operated fan that blows air through a hole in the top, and then there's a small um, Or there's holes on each side. She has a styrofoam cooler full of of ice. I don't know where she got the ice. But, blow the fan in on the ice. And then the cold air comes out on the side. It's like a little DIY air conditioner. She said it works great. So, I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. Um, I was contacted by My Patriot Supply. uh, Because I had put as a response onto, I believe it was either Instagram or TikTok. And speaking of TikTok, I got rid of TikTok um, because of their, their, uh, their assorted policies associated with what they could and could not do with your phone. Uh, basically, if you agree to their terms and services, um, they have carte blanche full access to your entire phone and everything stored on it therein. And I was like, screw you, get away from me. I'm not doing that. So, you're not going to see any more TikTok videos from me and my show. Um, So, whatever I do find, uh, I'm just going to tell you about it. Um, But these TikTok videos, uh, they're they're that app, excuse me, that app in general, not going to have it, not going to do it. Um, Oh, (laughs) Alien Omar. She went back to Minnesota for the 4th of July. I'm literally on like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Oh, wait. I never finished My Patriot Supply. Anyway, My Patriot Supply. Uh, They reached out to me because I had put my list of suspicious fires and activities at food processing plants. Uh, But food processing plants isn't really accurate because um, it's more like food processing... um, Fertilizer. Um, oh, what's the different? There are different uh, grain facilities, things of that nature, and uh, I had posted my list in a reply. I had a, like a screenshot of it, and I put it into a, a reply from one of my Patriot Supply post that they had put on Instagram or TikTok. I don't remember which. I think it was Instagram, and uh, they reached out to me and they said, "Hey." Do you mind if we use your uh, list? And I was like, No, 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 by all means, help yourself. I said, Don't. I don't want any byline. Just say, you know, a faithful customer and user. That'd be fine. So they did, and so they wrote up a whole article, and it was like the top twenty or something like that. Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um, once the show gets back in earnest, I'm. I, I know I, I, I'm in. I'm in Daytona right now. And I have I have a stack about an inch thick of uh, like printed articles and stuff. And every time I print, there's that uh, stupid commercial from State Farm or from uh, Progressive or something, you know, and it was like uh, this guy's got a file cabinet and it's full of stuff that he's printed. And and the guy turns to me, he's like, you don't need to print the Internet. And I'm like, yes, you do, because you never know when the apocalypse is going to show up. And I want all of that information. I want all that data. So, um, anyway, Ilya Omar went back to Minneapolis for the 4th of July, and she got up there, and it was a, um, a Somali uh, celebration of some kind, and she got up on the stage, and she was vigorously booed. Booed. They are not happy with her at all in the Somali community. So... I don't know what that'll translate to, for her um, re-election. It most likely won't translate to anything at all. But um, you know, I, I I think she got a little wake-up call in uh, in little in in little Mogadishu, A.K.A. Minneapolis-St. Paul. Um, the Supreme Court, Ooh, Mama, they were busy. Uh, They ended the Remain in Mexico policy. They um, put an end to um, federally mandated abortion rights when they overturned Roe v Wade. Um, They put an end to EPA overstepping their bounds uh, in terms of what they were legally allowed to do uh, and implement when it came to laws and bylaws and things of that nature. Um, but, I mean, with that whole Roe v. Wade thing, wow. Leftist tolerance on display. They're so welcoming. They're so loving. I wish I could be embraced every day by a group of leftists. Said no one, ever. Um, they went the biden administration went on record and said that the supply chain issues the high prices the inflation um the high prices were essential to maintain liberal world order think about that um oh <laughs> Let me see if I can find an email. Um, that there were certain types of editors available for diversity, equity, and inclusion so that anything that I may write when it came to characters, their backgrounds, their, uh, their language, their, their various actions, uh, they basically said, hey, we have sensitivity editors that would keep me from offending anybody, either with my language or with my character's actions, um, and I remember reading that, and I, and, I, and I remember thinking, the world has gone mad. I now have these loons that have graduated with degrees in, like, gender fucking studies. Or some sort of DEI bullshit. And now they've hired them as editors... So they can tell you how many people you could have possibly offended with your text. I am not letting any sensitivity editor anywhere near my book. Anywhere near my book series. The book that I'm currently working on. No. They can all go pound sand. Because that's bullshit. Not doing it. But you got it. I I don't got to do shit. So get the hell away from me. I'm not doing it. All right, what else we got? Um, I made a note that uh, climate change is the vehicle for all discord, and what I mean by that is all of this bullshit that they are pushing in Western Europe and in the United States from those those jackoffs at the the. Davos, Switzerland, that you know, those little Bilderbergs, they want to run the planet, they want to put their little Machiavellian fingers in all of these little pies, and they want to work us like little marionettes. Um, and, and it's all based off of this corrupt idea known as climate change. Am I going to sit here and tell you that the things that the human race has done over millennia? Hasn't had some kind of effect on climate, right? So you've got the Industrial Revolution. We're burning coal like there's no end in sight. You know, they've got um, um, just, na- just national um, uh, health emergencies like right after World War II in, in, uh, in London or at the tail end of World War II in London. They were burning so much coal. But there was so much, it, the air was stagnant, it wasn't moving, so all of this smog, all of this pollution was just sitting on London. People couldn't see shit, people were getting hit by cars. I believe it was uh, uh, Churchill's secretary actually got killed. Um, and it, was, it, it went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, have humans had an effect on the climate I would say it would be vain to say no, I think that humans have had some degree of an effect on the climate. Do I believe these climate alarmists that think we are going to destroy the planet, seas will rise, lands will be engulfed under water, no. The polar ice caps, Ah, here's my problem and I've talked about this before. Climate scientists are monkeying with the data. They're saying, oh, I have enough data for 150 years. But to support my point, I only want to talk about the last 40 years. Because if I slide the line over and I only talk about the last 40 years, everything's on a a downward plane. Or if you're on that side, downward plane. But if I slide the bar over and say I want to see fewer and fewer years, it, it's no longer a downward plane, then it becomes a level plane, and then if I get to the last 40, 45 years, now it's on an incline. Now it now it supports my conclusion that this is happening and this is on the on the incline. This is happening in increase. And that's my problem. They're manipulating the data. And if you look at Specific data sets where the data has not been manipulated. Whether it does, it could be whatever it is. Whatever you want to talk about, the the temperature of the planet, the uh, le- sea 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 levels. It, it could be the frequency of hurricanes, frequency of tornadoes, frequency of of uh, of flooding. You can't even look at fires because the whole Pacific Northwest doesn't know how to manage their forests. That's their own fucking fault over there. Okay, you can't look at that one. But if you look at all of these different little waypoints, things that they're saying, oh, this is climate change. This is happening because of climate change. This is happening because of climate change. Bullshit. If you don't manipulate the data, everything is either on the decline or it's running level. There's no increase. There's no decrease. But because they're manipulating the data, they're all full of shit. And I will go to my grave screaming, they're full of shit. There you go. But all of the Discord... All of the fighting, all of the infighting, all of the all of the little civil wars over here and, and somebody bombed somebody over there and somebody's taking over trying to trying to hijack somebody's freighter and blah 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 blah. All of it can be tied back to these jack-offs at Davos, Switzerland, and they're fucking with the world economies and the world civilizations because they wanna rule the planet. They are just doing income redistribution and they're calling it climate change. Don't fall for it. It's fucking bullshit. And I... Just, oh, here's something fun that we'll talk about in the preparedness shows. Um, but a buddy of mine sent me a link, and uh, it was all about... It, it, like, he had a, he has a generator out on his property that he bought as military surplus. Um And he, and it was like a, it was like a Facebook post from three years ago where he and I were out camping and, and we got this generator to work and we lit up a bunch of like, uh, patio lights and stuff. And we had a big, uh, barbecue and pig picking type thing out there. And, um, and they use it to power their tools, to build stuff out there and what have you. But, um, you can go to these, uh, five sites or four sites um, well it's five but four of them are government seized property so you can keep tabs on it you can go to Treasury.gov uh, you can go to GovDeals.com uh, you can go to gsaauctions.gov, you can go to US Marshals.gov all of those you can go on there and look at the property that's been seized and you can get it for pennies on a dollar uh, and the the fifth one is not Um, seized property, but rather government surplus, uh, and that's govplanet.com. So, um, I've found some really interesting stuff on there, and until I get out of my suburban hell, there's really not much point. Um, The Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled that drop boxes in the state of Wisconsin are illegal, so they can't cheat their asses off, and steal another fucking election. Oh, you love this. My sister-in-law came to visit, and uh, and we were very polite to one another. They were here for the 4th of July, and um, uh, generally we have a rule. They don't talk to me about politics, and I don't talk to them about politics. But every once in a while, we'll get in a zinger, and that's about it. We get a good chuckle out of it, but we don't have in-depth conversations because they're a bunch of screaming liberal idiots um, and they think Biden's doing a great fucking job. Meanwhile, I don't. Um, but this was the first time I was called, wait for it, an election denier. Love it. Uh, we were watching something and something came up on the news. Something came up in a feed. I don't remember how it came up, but, uh, uh, it was, they were talking about the January 6th committee, which I think is another witch hunt. I think it's total bullshit. Um, and uh, and I said to her, I said, you know, I almost was there. I was I was actually thinking about going down there to go to that rally because I I think it was bullshit. I said there's absolutely no way that 81 million people voted for that geriatric fuck off. And uh, she was like, wait, you don't you don't think the the ejection the the election was uh, legitimate? And I was like, absolutely not. I said, have you seen the movie Two Thousand Mules? And she said, no. And I said, then we're not having a conversation. ...about anything else dealing with election fraud and integrity... ...until you go watch that movie and you can tell me with a straight face... ...that that movie is completely immaterial. That you don't believe it and you think Joe Biden was elected on his merits... ...and his election was legitimate. And until you can do that, his election was bullshit. And she was like, so you're you're an election denier... And I was like, and I'm a climate denier, too. You want another drink, sweetie? (laughs) She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She literally, that was her reaction. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And as she was starting to get up, and I was like, you know what? You stay where you are. I'll I'll go to the other room. Because you're fucking crazy if you think that guy was elected legitimately. Hmm. Last thing on page one. woo Oh, and it's a goodie. Biden sells one million barrels of strategic oil reserves to China. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a friggin' idiot. He did this. These were on uh, July 8th. I have little dates next to different things when I remember to record the date um but on july 8th he did that and if you think back to what happened what was going on july 8th 2022 uh the united states was suffering from crippling gas prices Um, diesel was north of six seven bucks a gallon um the trucking industry was coming to a standstill um a lot of people canceled vacations because they would typically drive, but they weren't—they couldn't afford the, you know, the four, five, 6 dollars a gallon for their minivan. They weren't even buying diesel, and they were getting reamed with these gas prices. But, but Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, he sent a letter to the to oil manufacturers and the gasoline and they were like look man it's your fault not ours we didn't do shit you shut you shut down all the pipelines you shut down all the leases don't blame us turn around go talk to your boss so yeah alright good show Uh, we're coming up on uh, well we're over well 45 minutes or so Um, but yeah So that's page one. We'll cover all the other crap I missed in the next couple episodes uh, because I got plenty of commentary. I got plenty of opinions and I know you missed them. (laughs) All right, folks. That's episode 83. uh, Live from uh, Daytona, Florida. Uh, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. Oh, and I've seen some doozy bumper stickers and... Flags and signs. Oh, my goodness. I love Florida. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's a wrap on episode 83. Be good. Stay safe. Keep your head on swivel. I'm out. Happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor.